Welcome to the Mum Break Podcast, a place where you can feel normal, get helpful information, and laugh your ass off. Hopefully without peeing your pants. I'm your host, Erica, and I have two kiddos. I am not a mom expert, but I do have a zillion hours of therapy under my belt and no filter. I'm on my own journey to find happiness, and I want to help you on the way to yours. Oh man, did you see my Instagram stories this morning? I haven't. What did you talk about today? Picked up a whole cake. <laughs> Wait, um, it was my friend's birthday, so I had ordered a nut-free cake from the cake shop, and uh, well, it's canceled, obviously, but I'm like, they are one of the only nut-free bakeries in town. They're delicious, and I'm like, I just, I was like, I can't cancel this order. <laughs> So now you're going to just be sitting and gradually eating a full cake by yourself? Okay, I'm going to drop some off at a friend's house, right? So I'm like just like going to quarantine wrap it and like leave it at her doorstep so she has some. But it's like this massive cake with four donuts on it. It's really, (laughs) so over the top. It'll be great. (laughs) It says happy birthday Gail on it. It's so depressing. It's so sad because have you seen the gif, jif picture, whatever, going around of people with birthdays in March and they're like, oh, sad. But now it's people with birthdays in March, April, and probably May. Just sad and lonely. Yeah, I got my birthday in right under the line. Actually, yeah, because we're like early Pisces. We're just like, we did this. We're like, suckers, <laughs> enjoy your non-birthdays. We did do with like a surprise, like Google Hangout for her on her actual birthday. Okay, so, how does one surprise Google Hangout people? So you can, so she knew she was going to meet up with like two of her friends, two or three of them, and then the rest of us were all like hidden, like because you can hide the people that are attending, I guess. So she was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> she was surprised. So I mean, it was as good as it was going to get for this period of time, right? Yeah, it's best efforts, right? And I think yeah. that's why I was so excited to talk to you because. I have so many people DMing me constantly. Okay, first of all, I'll take a step back and say that being stuck in a house has never made people more ravenous in their lives. Yeah. I am hungry and snacky all the time. And I've sitting and having a healthy smoothie right now, which is not the norm, only because my toddler literally dropped it off at my door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smell but it. I was <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Smells um, like frozen fruit. Yeah, you're like, smells great. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I feel like people are putting so much pressure on themselves in general to do all the things. It's like, okay, cool. Now I have, quote unquote, all this time. I'm going to do all the cleaning and I'm going to lose the weight and do all the workouts and eat all the proper things. But I. Um, I, yeah. I, I'm guessing you have a good, strong perspective on this and I want to hear what it is because I love your perspective. So, um, last week when like everything in Ottawa started getting like shut down, right? Like, so the gym, we closed our doors to support this, like all of that stuff, uh, started happening. So I started shifting over to like counsel or like give people nutritional advice over the internet. Um, so then I took a moment to write up like real quick and dirty sort of thing, like five tips of making it through this. 
So I'm all for people that are like, I want to like pick up a hobby. I'm going to like spring clean my house. I'm cleaning my house like a room at a time sort of thing. I'm not going crazy. But there's also stuff that I'm like, I have been trying to finish this like advanced sports nutrition course that I'm just like can't find time for. Now I'm like, I really have no excuse for it anymore. The thing is like a lot of people are still working from home, right? Like just because you're home doesn't mean you have like uh, so much more time on your hands, right? Yeah, you're so, just not doing the commute. That's essentially what it is. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, and then on top of that, I'm like, I don't know if we want to go this far, but like I've been reading a bunch of articles. I'm like, it's like a collective trauma that we're all kind of going Actually, through. Actually, right no. Right? Like, so it's unprecedented. We don't get it. We don't know how long this is going to last for. Like, there's a lot of unknowns happening here. So, when I was talking to my clients last week going through this, um, the handout I ended up making for them was just called Staying Healthy During Uncertainty. Um, because, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it is uncertain. We're not sure what's going on. Uh, the majority of my clients are still healthy and fine. Um, so it's like, okay, well, and how do we deal with this? How do we deal with the fact that like, you can't just go to the grocery store whenever you've forgotten something, or maybe when you do go to the grocery store, a couple of things on your list aren't available, right? Like we're outside of our normal pattern and how do we manage that? So for me, the first thing, like, yes, if having like a set schedule, cleaning your house, getting like super jacked, getting that six pack that you've always wanted, like all of those things is something that you're like, this is going to help my mental sanity and my mental health, then 100% I'm supportive of it. But if you are just like scrolling through Instagram or whatever platform you're on, and you're just like, oh, this person's doing push-ups, and this person's doing an at-home workout, and this person made this fancy thing, and it's stressing you out, you need to log off, right? Yeah, for sure. So for me, it's like, first and foremost, it's your mental health, right? How we are doing mentally and stress-wise directly relates to how our digestive system is going to work. Okay, so whether or not we feel like, hey, we're like, no, I'm managing this pretty okay. Um, I'm an introvert. I spend a lot of time at home already. But I'm like, this is a lot more time than I'm used to, <laughs> right? Like, and it's not like I don't go out and party. I don't go to clubs. Like, I'm not going to bars and stuff like that. Um, but it'd be nice to give my friends hugs when I <laughs> see them, right? Or see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So it's... Yeah. So I'm like, regardless of how well you're like, yeah, no, I think I'm managing this. Okay. Um, for me, it's still really important to like do that daily check-in for my clients, right? Like I still want them to have like uh, a set end of their day where they're like decompressing. Right. So we need to make sure that we're, we are still down regulating at the end of the day, just because you're at home and you don't have to commute and oh yeah like working from home is great or maybe it's hell I don't know right like I'm not in your houses um you still like just because you're like going from one room to another room doesn't mean you don't still need that same like oh I gotta come down I gotta like un unwind at mm -hmm. the end of my day um so that is like number one of most importance for me um then, I mean, like, if you want to be, like, a, a workout queen or king and a cook of, like, whatever epic proportions, go for it. I'm fine with that. Uh, the next thing that I discussed with everybody was, like, food, <laughs> right, <laughs> obviously. 
um, as a nutritionist, the first thing is like everyone's like we're all snacking right and you brought that up like i'm hungry all the time i like just want snacks first of all most of the time we're at work right most people go to an office during the day and you don't have your full kitchen pantry available to you all day long right so we're making decisions in the beginning of the day right like we're going to have these things we're packing our lunch we're packing our snacks we're doing all of that stuff yeah it's, just, um, it's so much it's not as easily accessible right now. All I have to do is walk downstairs and it's like, huh, the Nutella is right there. Right and not that Nutella is bad, but in certain volumes, it's not great. <laughs> like it is just chocolate spread. I think it just has nuts in it. Yeah. We're getting fine. <laughs> um, but the other component of that, like, is that like boredom and stress. Yeah lead us to want to self-soothe and one of our first self-soothing mechanisms is food right like you got to think all the way back to newborn babies that was like breastfeeding or formula feeding or whatever you were fed um that you cried you got food you felt better you stopped crying <laughs> right so yeah. it's literally the first way that we learn to self-soothe our bodies so you got to give yourself some leniency here the other thing is um, I work with quite a few moms and they've been like, the kids are just snacky all day long. And I'm like, well, they don't have a regular schedule either, right? Like we're all in this figuring it out together. There's parents that are working from home and have kids at home, right? Like, and now they're supposed to be like helping them learn things. Like it's layers <laughs> on layers on layers, right? And you're just like, I have multiple kids. I have one computer. I have a million things and I still have to work somehow, <laughs> right? Like, so what I've been recommending is like put out a snack tray, right? So I know. <laughs> um, so have healthy snacks available interspersed with like the goldfishes and the real fruit chews and whatever other like snacks. What makes them happy, yeah. Yeah, right? Like so if that's like string cheese and stuff like that, that's available there, but so are cucumbers and carrots and red mm -hmm. peppers and cherry tomatoes or whatever, right? Depending on the age of your kids. Um, so it's available for them, but it's also available for you now, right? Yeah. The other thing is because we're working from home, there's like all of a sudden this checkoff in our brains being like, I don't need to meal prep anything anymore. I'm here all the time, right? Just because you're home. That's, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I was like, but even if I do meal prep, what are the chances are that I'm going to actually be able to find all these things in the store. Probably zero. So why bother? And they just threw it all out the window. Sorry. I mean, it's okay. It happens, right? <laughs> You're figuring it out, but then you've also probably gotten to dinner time and been like, well, what are we doing? Right. And exhausted at the end of the day, right? Because you've been like figuring it out, managing like how to keep the kids out of the office space, who's taking care of the kids at this time, right? Or whatever else you have going on in your life right now. And then at the end of the day, that exhaust, like the decision fatigue sets in. You're just like, I don't care, order pizza. Like I'm supporting local. I'm a hero. <laughs> right? Like, um, I get it. I just picked up a whole cake. <laughs> like, Oh my God. So we haven't actually ordered out yet only because I've gotten, honestly, if I had, so for those of you who don't know, Brittany and I work together and still work together. And she's been the reason why she's given me these help, give me these healthy habits, but it start our journey together started like seven months ago. So if I had started it anytime recently, it would be so hard because my habits are already in, they've already changed. Like they've changed. So it's not my instinct to go to the store, but the gross thing we've been doing 
<laughs> which I found out today. Jordan made this like really yummy chicken crock pot meal. I was so proud of him. It's like, I have the best house husband ever. I found out this morning that it was a crock pot meal I made and vacuum sealed three years ago. Well, I mean, it was vacuum sealed. I know. I mean, I haven't like thrown up or got diarrhea or anything so it, I mean I guess it's fine but that's what's in the crock pot for dinner again tonight and I didn't know he's been doing this all week I thought he was such a good house husband making all these wonderful crock pot meals but I was like they're the meals I made three years ago and we just never got to them well now you're getting to them <laughs> <laughs> well and see that's one of the other things that I'm suggesting Ooh. right so many people like just went and like cleaned off like all of the like frozen meals and like ready-made everything's off of the shelves. And I was like, we know we can make these ourselves, right? Like you can just double batch something and then freeze it. Um, in a regular container, it would stay good for like three months without the risk of freezer burn. Apparently if you vacuum seal it, we get three years. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> It may even be more stayed around for that long, right? Like, did it just get buried under things? Yeah, so we have three freezers. One is associated with our beer fridge, and it's sort of like our main second freezer. And we have a deep freeze we don't really use anymore. Uh, so it was in the bottom of the deep. You know what? It Honestly, I think it was probably four years, because I think it was part of the batch cooking I did when Aubrey was in my stomach. Oh, my God. I love it, though, right? Five like, years. It's his form of spring cleaning. <laughs> He didn't tell us and just fed the whole family five-year-old chicken. So, I mean, it is frozen, so it should be it's okay. It's fine. The I'll real risk of frozen food being in the fridge for a freezer for a long time is freezer burn, right? Like It didn't you, have any. It was yeah. great. It was delicious. It's a vacuum sealer now. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, that was a segue. I found this out 20 minutes ago, so it's very fresh, top of mind. You're like, well, that's gross, but okay, I'm fine. <laughs> I love it. Batching, right? so, so batching. <laughs> but yeah, like, so like meal planning and prepping is still important, right? Like having an idea of what you're going to be mm. making will not only help you go and like actually pick up food at the grocery store, mm. right? Like um, going to the grocery store now or any other time for that matter without a plan is not something that I would recommend right? Like, yeah. I would be like, just go and get what you feel. Because then that's when we end up being like, I feel like 10 bags of chips. And then that's just what's in your cart, right? <laughs> um, so at this point in time, I'd be like, make a plan. Like, what do you want to eat for your dinners? What do you want to eat for your lunch? What type of stuff can be leftovers? And where can you have like, repetitive ingredients? Mm -hmm. Right? So that's my big thing right now that I'm helping a lot of clients with right now. And I've been working on making them like specific meal plans for this period of time, right? So it'd be like, if you have a ton of frozen, not frozen, but dried beans and like pasta and stuff like that, now is the time to use them. Like make big chilies, make like lentil bolognese sauce, those type of things, right? Like meat is weirdly challenging to find right now in the grocery stores. I don't know what people are doing. <laughs> we haven't been, we haven't done a grocery shop in two weeks. So tomorrow will be the first time we go. So I have no idea what to expect. It's going to be so weird, but I mean, there's food there. So I'm not that worried. Like, yeah. And it really, like, it really isn't that bad. I went to the grocery store like a week ago uh, and I think there was like two items on my list that I didn't get one because I forgot to look for the basil 
and then two because it wasn't on the shelf there's just no frozen fruits for smoothies and I'm like I can live without that yeah right and that's the other component of it everyone's going in like just piling up on like all the frozen vegetables and then it's just like everything fresh produce is still available I'm like you we know we can still eat that right like (laughs) it's my thing so I've been (laughs) coaching people being like if you are really that worried about it then buy the fresh variety and freeze freeze it it before it goes bad if you have like even buy it and if you don't use it right before it goes bad freeze it I didn't know you could freeze spinach. Yeah. You freeze almost anything. You freeze cheese if you wanted to. Fun fact, that's actually what we're having for dinner tonight. It's, um, well, (laughs) so I freezer meal made, like, I think it's an, I think because it's a long time ago, I think it's an enchilada. So there's like a bag of meat, a bag of cheese, and a bag of tortillas, all labeled one, two, and three. So I'll let you know how the three-year-old... I guess five-year-old cheese is. It just disintegrates. Yeah. Vacuum sealed. Yeah. I mean, just let me know. I'll I'll let you guys know, but you can at very least keep it for the foreseeable COVID future. Maybe not for half a decade, but for the next month. Sure. Number of X. I don't even know. But right, like, so that's one thing that people, like, we aren't thinking of. Like, maybe you've gotten fresh, like, fruit or something. You have a bunch of berries and they're about to go bad. Just put them on a baking tray. Put, like, parchment paper or wax paper on that baking tray and put them in the freezer. You just need to freeze them flat before you put them into a bag or something. Because otherwise they'll freeze as a lump. Can just, that's my problem. I've tried that before. Did not know you had to do that first step. Just put it on a baking sheet, put it in your fridge, it'll freeze. It takes like an hour, maybe two, and then you can just clump everything together and put it in a bag. Now you have your own frozen cauliflower or spinach or broccoli or whatever, right? Amazing. Um, and then you also got to enjoy it while it was fresh, which is nice. Right? Yeah, I'm craving fresh vegetables right now. I find I'm not actually craving the junk in my house. I'm craving the fresh stuff, but we're all out because, well, as of tomorrow, hopefully there'll be some more, but yeah, I just want spinach. I just want fresh spinach. It's my weird craving. I think I'm iron deficient, maybe. <laughs> You're like iron or calcium, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. That's future Erica's problem. But right? Like it, those type of things do start happening, right? It's the, the spinach and the veggies of the world are really good for us. They are alkalizing. They help support our immune system. They're just good for us, right? So when we get so far off of having them, we will start craving them especially when it's been a part of your diet for so long right so still making sure there's still room for stuff like that in your diet you can get the frozen stuff you can freeze it the frozen stuff is just as good as the fresh stuff we don't need to worry about that right and like even if it comes down to it and we're thinking like well all there is is the canned stuff yes the sodium content is a little higher and no I don't want you having it in regular life but this isn't regular life right now and if canned beans is all we can find like green beans then you're gonna get canned green beans and it's a vegetable there's still fiber in it there are still nutrients in it right like there's no shame in this type of stuff right like fresh is best I feel like out the window at this point um, just eat as much real food and as best as you possibly can given the situation yeah exactly right, right? like and it just like it goes back to everyone being like try and keep a regular schedule and yeah for sure like wake up have breakfast 
right? Like keep eating food, have breakfast, have your toddler bring you a smoothie, right? Like <laughs> something like that. Um, and then make sure you're still having a regular snack as much as you can get back into your regular pattern of eatings. Um, you'll realize you're not grazing all day anymore. You're not hungry constantly. You are satisfying your body. You're feeding it what it needs. Um, and then maybe that like guilt associated with having too many like bear paws or whatever the kids snacks are, right? You can let that go a bit. There's no point in that ever, let alone now. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it's, it's funny though, because I found, actually I saw um, one of the many new posts on Instagram about it was a funny table spreadsheet of like, here are your symptoms. What is it? Maybe coronavirus. What could it actually be? And then it's like funny mom related things. So one of them was um, diarrhea and upset stomach coronavirus. And the actual other one is just like snacking all day on your kids snacks. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's gross, but it's, it's not gross. It's real life, but it's funny <laughs> because my digestive system has been so off because I've just been stress snacking on the grossest things that don't make me feel good. And now I'm like, okay, I need to, I don't need to be perfect, but I need to get back into a semi-regular routine, like eating breakfast and not skipping dinner because I'm too tired and just having wine instead. Yeah. Sorry. And I mean, like, we're all doing that. I'm, I can't judge you. Um, we're all doing that to some extent right now. After last week, I was just like, oh, wow, this is what people mean by like, they lose their appetite when they're stressed. It was just something like I never thought I'm like, that's not how I react to stress. Mm -hmm. But then I was like going days where I'd like have breakfast and then I'm like, oh, it's six o'clock. I'm like not following my own advice <laughs> sort of thing. So we've all had to go through a period of adjustment to like get ourselves back on a schedule, right? I'm making sure I'm having my breakfast before I have my coffee. And my husband is home now. So I'm trying to have like a lunch with him, like human contact. Um, yeah. He's like your lunch partner now. Yeah. Right. Um, so like those types of things, we're trying to make sure we're having regular dinners and I'm not just like, should I bake cookies? Like, <laughs> right. Like we're all doing stuff like that right now. I'm like one, I don't bake, but I am out of boredom because I'm like, well, what else am what I else? doing? Yeah. Right. Um, let's try some new recipes for the blog. I'm like, they're oatmeal. <laughs> Fine. They, they weren't good. They weren't healthy. Um, <laughs> for being honest. Right. So it's just, it's like finding patterns and like repeating things as where it makes sense and when you can. Right. So if setting like a really strict, like I get up at eight, I am at work at nine 30. I do this from this time to this time, like a really regimented schedule isn't going to work for you because you're not a type A personality, then don't do that to yourself, right? You're setting yourself up for failure, okay? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to nutrition, same thing, right? Like if making a crazy like Monday, I'm having this for breakfast, this is my snack, this is my lunch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way down the list is going to stress you out. Don't do that. Pick like four major meals, like four lunches and dinners sort of thing make those and then you can have a smoothie for breakfast maybe you have time to make eggs in the morning it's a cereal maybe it's toast and avocado if you can find avocado right like so it's it's doing little things that will help make your regular your new regular day feel a little bit less hectic and disjointed right so that's really how i'm coaching people right now is about making tiny changes one of the big things I'm doing with people right now is I'm like, I just need you to count your vegetables <laughs> this 
week. I just, right? So we should be aiming for like four to six, at least servings of veg a day. Yeah, um, close. Right? So start trying. <laughs> right? Like it's just, it's a matter because we go back onto a default of something else, right? Maybe we stop putting the spinach or the cauliflower in our smoothies. Right? So, and we just go to like fruit smoothies now because it's delicious. It's tasty. Mm -hmm. Someone else is making it. I'm not complaining. Right? And then maybe our snacks are now like goldfishes or crackers and hummus instead of carrots and hummus. Right? So it's just little things of being like, okay, let's start making a grocery list. Let's start making a little bit of a plan and see how we can start weaving veggies back into our diet. Right? Yeah just tiny steps. So it, my big thing there is like, if you are tracking that, I recommend everybody listening to this does. Um, <laughs> uh, if you just see like routinely, you're getting like three servings of veg in a day, then the goal isn't then to have six the following day. The goal is to then have four, right? Like small changes, tiny changes. It's just small, like small wins is really what we're breaking it down into. Yeah. I had one serving of vegetables yesterday. And that was only because the podcast I did yesterday was someone who did something about vegetables and she gave me like a vegetable recipe and I just threw in all my old, like almost expired vegetables into it. I was like, this counts. It does. It does, but it it's does. still only one serving, which is a problem. Yeah. So today I will have two. Two. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's better than nothing. And if it goes well today, maybe I'll have two and then three. And then four, and then we're back up to our normal meals. Well, I'll have groceries tomorrow or Sunday. Tomorrow Sunday. Yeah. It's good. But you're like between now and the end of the week. I don't know. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> but right, like so, right now it's about like not taking on more than you can handle, right? Like it is really easy to get looped into those like, well, everybody else seems to be doing mm -hmm. it. Right. But just because there's like one post or one Instagram like video or whatever, doesn't mean they're actually doing it. Right? <laughs> it's so true. It means that they took like 10 minutes out of their day, recorded something really quick and then whatever. I mean, I hope they're all backing it up, but at the same time, like we've got to be gentle with ourselves. It's okay to not take on anything new. It's okay to just be sad about things. It's okay to be off of your regular eating plan or whatever. Um, but then it's like, okay, so what types of things can we do to make this feel more like your normal life, right? Like, how can we get more veggies in you? How can we get your meals a little bit more rounded? Maybe it's been skipping meals for you and vegetables isn't a problem. So how can we like just get you back onto a schedule so that you aren't skipping your lunch anymore and you're not just working through the day, okay? Um, and that's the big thing for people that aren't used to working at home. I mean, even I, like I work from home quite often and this is weird for me. Yeah, me too. Um, I work from home for four months full time and it's not the same because there's, there's external stressors that don't exist in a regular work from home schedule. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I, you can't just go out to a coffee shop right now. No, I'm like waving at my neighbor. I'm like, Hey, you're my new friend. I watch you every day. She walks yeah. around every twice a day now. Like, hey. <laughs> You're like, hi. <laughs> just wave. I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just rapping on the window. <laughs> but right, like, so it's little tiny things. Like, put out that snack plate. It will make a world of difference. Put some fruits and some veg and then some of the regular snacky things on there. But at least it's out there as an option. If it's available, they will snack on it 
you will snack on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because if I put vegetables out on a tray, I'll eat them for sure. Yeah. Right? Like it's there. It's available. Um, I mean, don't put like, I don't know, you put cucumber out. It just gets like, weird and dried up eventually. Right? So and I'm my bar is really low. Yeah. You're like, it doesn't matter. But like celery and carrots and peppers and stuff like that see, la like last the day a little bit longer. Right? But hopefully if you're putting it out, we're all like kind of grazing on that mindlessly as opposed to like, uh, what can we get from the pantry, right? Because there's something available now. Yeah. So that's a big one. I love that. I think that's, that's such an easy one to do as well. Like it's, you can do it while the kids are eating breakfast in the morning. You just throw something together really quick and then you're set for the day. Yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. Um, if people want to find you right now and follow some tips and tricks and or reach out and talk to you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. So at healing ginger, all one word, or they can find me on my website, uh, which is also linked through my Instagram. So they can just click through there. Um, or it's healing ginger, healing dash ginger.com. I know you hate that. Um, <laughs> it hurts my brain a little bit. I know. I'm sorry. Just go to the, her link on her Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they can find me there. I haven't been posting too, too much because I've been working on developing some online content for people um, so that I can start sharing a little bit more on how you can keep yourself healthy right now. Um, so yeah, check me out there. I'll hopefully post some stuff. I've also been posting uh, some workouts. I have one up in my favorites right now because I am a trainer also. Um, so I'm trying to share that too because I will lose my mind if I don't move. So Yeah, it's true. It's about finding the things that work for you, right? And you're a personal trainer, yoga teacher, like you're all the things and now you're stuck in your house with your husband, not able to do the things that you do on a daily basis, right? So so I'm missing my friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. In the gym. I listened to your podcast with Jenna on it the other day and I was like, I miss. <laughs> Let's just keep everyone afloat. Yeah. It'll be okay, right? Like we just like we just gotta keep this up. Keep putting healthy things in your body. Um, I do want to just one last thing. I'm sorry. There's just been so much out there about boosting immune system. Um, you do not want to boost your immune system. I just want to put that out there. A boosted immune system is my nut allergy. Okay. Um, a boosted immune system is an autoimmune condition. It's really what it actually is in real life. We want to support our immune system by supporting natural, like health in our body. Okay. And you do that by just eating healthy, health filled foods, reducing our alcohol content, trying not to like rely a hundred percent on sugary snacky foods mm -hmm. um and once again it comes back to like your veg your fruit your grains that type of stuff um but when you see the word boost went in front of immune system um just be skeptical i just want i don't want people getting roped into that trap of like this or that will boost my immune system um you don't want that it's my anaphylaxis <laughs> that's a boosted immune system guys not a good goal <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so we want to just keep health just keep making sure you're eating things that have vitamins in them okay basically that's good because i would have never thought of that and yeah so it's just basically a fancy marketing 
way of roping people into whatever product. Is that my negative way of spinning it? I, I mean, I like, I think that's what people are doing. I also think it comes out of a place of like not really understanding what the language they're using is in fear too right now. Yeah. Um, so right now, like CDC and like the FDA, I think are seriously cracking down in the States for people that are putting stuff up like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if Canada is or if Canada is going to. It's just really something to be mindful of, right? So there are people out there that are doing it harmlessly, uh, but then there are people out there that are marketing something as it will boost your immune system, right? Like, I don't want to pick on people, but it's essential oils is what comes to mind, right? So they aren't going to boost your immune system. Uh, they might support health, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but they, they can't go above and beyond, right? If we need something that is going to go above and beyond, then we have to rely on medical interventions. Um, and that's not where we want to go to, right? Like, I don't want to have to use my EpiPen. Uh, let's just keep eating fruits and veg and whole grains and actual foods and stuff like that. Um, and be skeptical of people that are claiming they have whatever you need to boost your immune system. I love that. Thank you. That's a good point. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. I really appreciate it as always. Of course. Happy to do it. It was nice getting to chat with you. <laughs> Yay, a person. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what day it is. I think it's day 14. <laughs> I messed up the days um, a few days back, so it's a little bit wonky. So I know you're probably already feeling a little bit dazed and confused, and I'm not helping with things. So I'm going to just go and strongly say day 14. <laughs> if I say it with confidence, you believe it, right? Now, when this next guest you know, reached out to me about being on the podcast. I was super, super excited because not only is she amazing and I've worked with her for the last six months, but also one of my biggest challenges right now, it, one of my biggest, it's not really a big challenge, but one of the things that I'm doing all day, every day is snacking ravenously like a machine. And I wanted to get Brittany's perspective on it. She's at Healing Ginger on Instagram, and she is my nutritionist that I'm still working with who's helped me pick up all these new healthy habits, but very much framed how I eat and make decisions in a way that isn't, hmm, how do I put this? It's really, it's much healthier. They're just habits. It's life. She told, she tells me just eat the cake. It's all about legit balance for her. So I was really curious to see what her perspective was on how to get through this without eating tubs of mozzarella sticks, <laughs> which is my weakness, and jalapeno poppers, which is funny. I don't crave as much as I used to. I, In times of stress, maybe a little bit, but really I've been, my body is just devoid of nutrients at this point. It's just craving like leaves of lettuce, which I know is super weird, but Anyhow, I talked with Brittany about it a little bit, and uh, I hope you find it interesting. Seriously, she's freaking amazing. I still continue to work with her. She's at Healing Ginger on Instagram, and here she is. Okay, that's it for today and for Brittany. I, she's one of those people... There's a lot of people I've met 
through this online world. She actually, I was introduced through one of my best friends, but it's one of those people I will hundred percent stand behind and put my reputation behind. So if you're at all interested in working with a nutritionist, if that's the right thing for you at this moment in time, seriously reach out to her because she's epic in every way. And she's one of those small businesses that is affected by all of this. Now, um, about the From Inside podcast, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to go on about the daily episodes. I'm trying to figure out a good game plan that will work for my lifestyle, my new schedule, trying to keep you guys informed and give you fun information that's a little bit different than all this stuff online because it's in podcast version. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but I'll keep you up to date on it. I suspect I'll either be concluding the from inside or and returning to regular podcasting or decreasing the frequency at which it comes out. So to be determined, I'm not sure. <laughs> at this point, when I started doing the daily episodes, like everybody, I did not assume this would be a monthly thing. And I don't know that I have it in me to do like 120 episodes. And I don't know that people care to listen to that much. If you listen this far, maybe you do. But uh, maybe it's just shorter episodes. Maybe it's the same length, but uh, more infrequently. I, I truly, I don't know at this point. But there will be some changes in the next few days since all of my schedules um, of people I'm interviewing have... It, the end, the last day is on Tuesday or Monday. Monday is my last day of recording with a guest. So it gives me a little bit more flexibility in terms of the scheduling. Anyway, all that to say, I will keep you posted. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone is staying safe and I will talk to you soon.